It seems an archaeologist had come to this remote place to translate and study his latest find. Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead. Found in human flesh and inked in blood, this ancient Sumerian text contained bizarre burial rites, funerary incantations, and demon resurrection passages. It was never meant for the world of the living. The book awoke something dark in the woods. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Um, yeah, the greater good. This is episode 451. 451. And tonight we're talking about the Army of Darkness, or Ash versus the Army of Darkness, or whatever you want to call it. But that's what it is, Army of Darkness. Um, and I should have said, thank you for listening to Cheap Scare <laughs> Reviews. That's right. We've made it to October once again, where we force it's ourselves. It's favorite month. It is. We love it. I actually yes. really love Halloween. It is one of my favorite months. I love, you know, the the, the costumes and the candy and and like all of the pageantry of it. I yeah. just don't like it when we force ourselves to watch scary movies. <laughs> That's the only part but that I isn't don't isn't that like. part of Halloween? Isn't it part of being scared, being spooked, and, and, and having some sort of uh, uh, just dramatic event happen that uh, sets us on a path to, uh, I don't know, shoot deadites with yeah, a shotgun? Sure. Yeah. Those with, are unlimited and, with unlimited ammo? With unlimited ammo and uh, using the sound that a pump shotgun makes when it's a double <laughs> barrel, but that's neither here nor there. Um, no, you're right, Sam. It is the time where we, 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 we watch scary movies and, and sometimes they're legitimately scary and sometimes they, they actually make me lose sleep and sometimes they're pretty dumb and we have a good time with it and that's okay. And I feel like this one is going to be more in the, uh, the category of fun and dumb and probably not going to be, uh, sleep loss inducing but who knows maybe this kind of movie is really what scares the hell out of you i guess we'll find out joining me tonight is of course i am sean already your host joining me tonight is andrew shop smart shop s smart jimison yeah i uh i think s smart could have been the key to keeping kmart open had they just changed their name to s smart mm, yeah absolutely totally yeah. agree yeah yeah uh yeah uh, or, or or ass smart. <laughs> I do remember That's just a theory the the campaign after they went they filed for bankruptcy right and they you know when you file for bankruptcy you take you know you reorganize and 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 they they tried this one last marketing campaign where it was they were talking about shipping right you can have your you can buy oh, something yeah. and have it shipped yep. to your house and they kept yep. oh I shipped my pants. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I shipped my pants really, you know, like they kept doing this bit, right? And it was funny for about five minutes, but Walmart was still like, yeah, we're going to take all your stuff. So They should have said why they shipped their pants. It was because of the Little Caesars inside Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably accurate. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, Sam. 
Yes. Yo, she bitch, come get some. Vector. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate uh, being on this podcast. Um, I, I, uh, I've always listened to you and um, <laughs> hope to, uh, hope to, to hear more from you in the future. I'm so glad that we can, we can find your, uh, uh, you know, our, our schedules could work out so we could have you on. It's really nice exactly. to, to have yeah. you on. <laughs> but Sean, yeah, I'm going to kill you in various different ways. Okay. Um, but tonight, um, we're especially going to focus on, um, splitting your body in half with your evil twin. So just oh, so you know. Okay. That sounds good. I like that. Yeah. All right, and making their uh, their their return, their triumphant, their uh, much-awaited return, because it's been a while since we've had them uh, on the show, and I think it's been so long. In fact, the last time we had them on, they were uh, they had a different podcast name. I think they have since oh, changed okay. the name of their podcast. So uh, is uh, Mike hail to the king, baby, and Tabs? <laughs> I'll cut out your gizzard from the Gray's Tap Room podcast. Howdy. <laughs> Groovy. 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 That's right. Nice. nice. So. I was hoping for I'd swallow your soul, Tabby. You know, I That's thought about that, but I kind of felt like it was a little too. Overplayed. Yeah. yeah trust me, it is. And a little bit too much of the innuendo to have the one girl on the episode say, I'll swallow your soul. Valid. So. I, I didn't go for the cheap uh, you know, thing. So I like that one, though. I do like it, but I also, for some reason, the skeleton that's crawling in the ground that says, I'll cut out your gizzard, for some reason, has always made me laugh. <laughs> Let's uh, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, that guy cracks me up. They're, they're all very funny. Skeleton puppets. Yeah. <laughs> they're great. We're bad CGI. Uh, well... I don't think there was any computers used in the making of this film. This, this, which was is all... why it's so dang good. Yes, which is why <laughs> it is so dang good. Yeah, Great. yes, Absolutely. yeah. There was there was yes. not a computer to be seen on this film. I, I would be so. mad if if they if they would do even another one of these and and computer animate it. That yeah. would just I would be furious. I think. Uh, I don't think from the trajectory of the first of these the two reboot Evil Deads, which I haven't seen, but just based off kind of how they present, I don't think if there's going to be a third one, it's going to be like this. Oh, but but I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. I have no idea. Uh, so yeah, totally so let's talk about the reboot because 2013 Evil Dead is my one of my favorites. Same. Oh wow. But. That is that's that's a different take on it, kind of like Rob Zombie's Halloween. It's a different take on it. It's just not as good as the others. Exactly, it's, it's not garbage. as good as the original. <laughs> well, Mike says it's garbage in tabs. No, 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 not <laughs> Evil Dead 2013. Rob, Rob Zombie's, Zombie's Halloween. Rob Zombie's oh, Halloween. oh, okay. oh, oh. Other, no, I thought you were. <laughs> yeah, she's no, like, yeah, no, I really like it, and he says, yeah, it's garbage. It's like, oh, no, it's garbage. The, the, okay. The 2013 Evil Dead is amazing. I absolutely, I'm a huge fan. I've, I've heard nothing but good, and I haven't watched it only because I've been really waiting to do it for the podcast. Um, you can do it with our show. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, that, there you go. That's true. So I have to give a disclaimer as we start the, the show. Uh, I picked this one solely because I was just in the mood to, one, we've never done this, and this is one of my, if we were going to do a top 10 of the, of the horror genre, this is probably one or two for me like i love this movie i had that well not that poster but like the Fortnite poster that Sam, that andrew has behind him the actual poster i have in a in a tube over there behind me like 
I loved this movie. When it was introduced to me years ago, uh, it it just everything about this movie warms my heart. It's it's I love this movie. So I, when it became streaming, I was really excited. I'm like, hey guys, let's let's do this movie. Put it on the on the list. And then I don't know about twenty four hours ago, I said to the guys, "Have either of you watched Evil Dead one or two? <laughs> and they've neither one have watched either one. No. Classic. But I've seen this one like five hundred times. So, oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know you had seen this. I couldn't remember if you'd seen this or. Not. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I knew we watched our, it. In college this was our God. Friday night. Get a bunch of really cheap beer, and and watch, um, on on campus. So or uh, up in college. But this was new for you, Andrew, right? Yes, this was the first for me. Okay. Oh my gosh! Okay, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I thought <laughs> a while so back. We were, well, no, I, I am. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Um, <clears throat> I thought that we were going to watch something similar to this a while back when we watched a movie called Army of the Dead. But I found out quickly that that is not anything to do with this. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. That movie does use CGI. It does. A lot of it. A, a little, little bit. Yeah. Like 90% of yeah. it. But... So yeah, so they hadn't seen Evil Dead 1 or 2, and I was introduced to those movies my senior year in high school, so that would have been like 1999 or you know, 2000. Uh, uh, a friend of ours that was in the, the youth group that I was in was a college uh, college age guy, and he was like, hey, let's watch these movies, and we're like, okay, and then flipping loved them, just absolutely loved them. So, but neither one were streaming, neither one of the, the original mm-hmm. two are streaming, so one day we'll, we'll get to them. It's just, it's not this Halloween. But this movie does a pretty good, uh, like, uh, previously on Evil Dead. And so, you you know, like, you get a... You, get a, you filled, yeah, you're filled in. You're filled it. in. I mean, because Andrew, here's the funny part. And, well, I guess I'm speaking to Sam, too. So Evil Dead 1 is its own kind of movie. But the way that it ends, it, it doesn't have, it doesn't have a happy ending. It just kind of ends... With the potential of, you know, a sequel, a sequel. sequel. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead Two comes out and basically erases what happens in Evil Dead One. (laughs) Like for the because basically it's a recap. The first thirty minutes of Evil Dead Two is like a recap of Evil Dead One, but it's not the Uh same. And then, Uh and then it cat, and then it then it continues into Evil Dead Two. So really, Evil Dead One is like its own thing. And then Evil Dead 2 and then this movie are really like, this is the sequel to that movie. Yeah, because... Evil Dead 1 or 2? Evil Dead 2. The way that uh, the opening scene to Army of Darkness is the final scene from Evil Dead 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the thing where he's like going into the vortex and stuff, like that is Evil Dead 2. Yeah, and like when the, that, when that's the end. Yeah, and you see him fall down and land on like very clearly concrete ground, and then mm-hmm. the car is again smashed. There's a reason why that looks five years older than when he stands up and he's in the California desert where all the horses come up, right? right? right. Because that's those are two different movies, right? That the original is, um, you know, Evil Dead Two, and then that's the new stuff is when they shot. So. It, it's really interesting. Like this trilogy is weird because they couldn't really do true, like a true trilogy, like like Star Wars or something. Because I mean, he Stan Raimi is like 
producing this stuff out of his own money. The, you know, the yeah. first movie was oh that's good I like that Sam the the first yeah, movie was you know super low budget, um, so it's it's all it's all great so we'll watch those but tonight we're gonna focus on on Army of Darkness, um, going forward yeah. so with all that having been said Andrew uh, in case there is anyone that somehow missed what this movie is please tell us what it is. Ash finds himself trapped in medieval times. He must quest for the Necromacon. Uh, did I say that right? Necronomicon. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A book of evil which can return him to his time. Unfortunately, he releases the evil trapped inside the book and unleashes an army of the dead. All right. That works. There you go. Yeah. Very cool. Necronomicon. So- the Necronomicon, Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I love this movie so much. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really interested to, to kind of hear Andrew's thoughts on yeah. this movie, having having been the first time you've seen this. <laughs> well, when when you were talking to Tab, I think it was what yesterday or, or Monday. Mon- Monday, she said Sean wants to know if we want to come on the show, and I said, Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's the movies that he suggested. I went, ooh, Army of Darkness, please, Army of Darkness. <laughs> I, I will admit, I, I was I have not been feeling good today, but I watched this at work and it it lightened my day. This this yeah. brightened, and um, I you know the funny thing is I've seen this thing a hundred times, and one of the things I always say under my breath when we're leaving somewhere or where we're going, he goes, I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I totally forgot it was from this movie. And, you know, there's so many different quotable lines that, uh, that you get from this thing. But uh, yeah, it was, it was brightened my day for sure. That's good. You get, a, you get a lot of the, the Bruce Campbell catchphrases in this one than you do the other ones. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, this and, one's like a greatest hits of Bruce Campbell one-liners. Oh yeah, and yeah. I think this movie also is where Bruce Campbell gained his traction of being a douchebag, but a really cool douchebag. Well, yeah, because <laughs> he rules. What, what now? The previous movies is he this kind of no. the same character? Really? No. In the no. first one, he was in the first Evil Dead. He was he was a shy. He was like the hero, but yeah, he was real skittish. He was real shy and real yeah. like, oh, I have a girlfriend and I love her. <laughs> and then um, the second one, he was a little bit more outspoken because he knew what was happening. Yeah, but he wasn't that much of a a douchebag. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was in this. One. He was really shy in the first one. Yeah. Well, yeah, because huh. because yeah, right. Because in the first two, we don't need to have a character arc. No. Whereas in this movie, like we need him to do something other than just be the hero. Because you're right. Because in the first one, and again, I want to do too much of the first one spoilers for Sam. But the first one is a typical five teenagers go to a, a cabin in the woods, and then shit starts to happen, and you're left with one person. And then Evil Dead Two, two people go to the wood to the cabin. And then girlfriend gets evil, evilized, but then more people show up and then they get evilized and then he has to defeat all of them. Right. Uh, But the second one is where we get the chainsaw in the hand and the shotgun and the stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like even the second one, like he is saved by the power of love. Like that happens. Like Huey Lewis. Yeah. (laughs) Like the song starts playing and then he's, he's saved. But in 
but yeah, in this movie, he's 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 a colossal douche. Oh yeah, <laughs> honey, you got real ugly. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. Yeah, and then and then basically skewers her and then throws her over, but she's fine. It's all right because again, the power of love. Uh, so, Stan, why don't you go ahead and do your five word review? Sure, I've got two here. Um, uh, I've one. I'm not sure. If I, I took a bunch of words here. I've got fifty percent comedy, forty percent action, ten percent camp. Okay. So I guess I guess that's six if you count the percent with the anyway. Um, but my one <laughs> in my my real review here is a campy nostalgia filled romp. Um, this is this is straight out of the best years of my life in college. This is funny. This is just every scene has something in it that is notable and interesting to look at or interesting to check out. Um, it is so darn campy that you just can't, I don't know. It's just, it's doesn't take itself lightly, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, I love the way that uh, it was Rami, right? Rami did this. Sam yeah. Raimi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I love the way, you know, all his techniques that he's used in all these other movies, Spider-Man, everything like that, are totally turned to 11 in, in, in this movie. Um, I don't care that the shotgun is a twin barrel. You know, how does he reload it? I don't care that uh, gravity doesn't exist um, or that the stop motion looks really bad. Um, I, I laugh at this movie every time I watch it. And I have a lot of fun with it. It's one of my favorite comedy movies. I don't think this is in any way, shape or form horror. I, I you know, I know we did it for this month as, as a horror movie. There is no, there's nothing in here that is jump scare or, or scary um, in the light. You can say, yeah, you know, well, what about the skeletons or, or what about the, the witch looking people? Yeah, but they're just so campy. You can't, you laugh at them. You can't be scared of them. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the so, elements of horror with the characters is where, well, where, where it can the, get lumped into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I totally agree with that, but it's kind of, I would put this in with like Tucker and Dale versus evil. Uh, um, what do they call it? A, a, oh, I'm thinking of zombie comedy. Zombie it's almost like a farce. Thing. Really? It's just, it's, yeah. it, it's well, and and really, so the first time that I saw this was actually on like USA, you know, on a Saturday. Oh, so, you, so you still saw an edited version of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, really, the only difference is, is I mean, there's only one f bomb, and yeah, I think right. they edit out the the fountain of blood. I mean, that's really oh, it. really yeah. I oh, think wow. that's like okay. the only thing. It's a Saturday afternoon, you know. You want to make it a little bit whatever, but I mean, and I think maybe the scene with the winches, even though you don't see all of their boob. I think that might that might have been cut, you know. Yeah. Which again, I never understood what just those some, were for. There's <laughs> but, some side boob in there. Yeah, there is a lot of side boob, but I, and I never understood what the, what the purpose of like what do skeletons need winches for? <laughs> hey, skeletons need love too. I, I, well, they could be boning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah I knew the joke was there. I was setting it up for someone. They were um, boners. Uh, no, but you know, I've always loved Jason and the Argonauts and and those old school stop motion, yeah, um, stuff. So this, I mean, it's right up my alley. This is this is good stuff to me. Now, Jason, yeah. now Jason and the Argonauts, the the stop motion is that Harry Harryhausen, right? 
I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Anyone, anyone else know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. I know the name. I, I yeah, know. he was like the guy. Yeah. He was like yeah, the Yeah, Harryhausen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He, he was like the, the king of stop motion. And I think he yep. helped out on this film. Oh, it has to. It looks exactly the same. He yeah. Has to. Like, so. I think it was one of those where it was like, Sam was calling in a favor kind of a thing. Like same yeah. thing with so the majority of the of the music, the score was written by um uh, excuse me, it was written by I have it here Joseph Loduca. Uh hope I'm saying that right. And he's done a bunch of stuff. I mean, he's done stuff that you you've heard of. Uh, um but he I mean, he did a bunch of like Xena Warrior Princess and uh episodes of Leverage and uh, the uh, bunch of Chucky stuff. You know, he didn't. He didn't work on Army of Darkness. It was an homage to him. Oh, you know, there's okay. A, okay. There's a new king of stop motion. Oh, who's that? Oh, Mitch gosh. McConnell. <laughs> oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it was an homage. I'm no. sorry. Was that? <laughs> Mitch, Mitch McConnell stop motion is an homage to Army of Darkness. That's, that's fantastic! Wow, he's just a big Mitch McConnell. You're is just a big Sam Raimi fan. I don't, I don't think we lost any listeners from that joke, but I appreciate that was that was fantastic. You probably gained listeners, especially here in Kentucky. Oh, geez. oh my gosh! Because he's our senator. Yeah, <laughs> that was fantastic. Wow, uh, I don't know if I can make that the name, the title of the episode, but that was that was fantastic. Um, oh my god. But my point was like, so you're saying Harry House? It was just like an homage to him. I, for I, some reason, I thought I read or heard that like he actually like helped out, but maybe he. Yeah, according according to what I found here online, it's he. It, you know, it was it was basically his use. What he did paved the way for Army of Darkness. He did not do anything on the actual movie. Okay, that's cool. From, from what I can find. Yeah. No. No worries. Um. But like, like to like to the score what was that dude that I said that I've already forgotten his name, but like um. Which is a great score, by the way. It is a good score, but like the march when the when the deadites are attacking the castle, that was Danny Elfman. Yes, um, I was yeah. going to say this sounded very Elfman. Yeah, it was, some, and it was in some parts. Yeah. And basically, again, it was one of those things. Like Sam was like, "Hey, I know we just worked together on Dark Man. You got a little bit of extra score lying around that I could use because we can't <laughs> afford to hire you." Oh yeah. yeah, sure, no problem. So, uh, <laughs> you know, as you as as you do. So, all right, cool. Uh, so, Andrew, I'm, I'm interested. What's your uh, five-word review? Well, I have two as well. Uh, let me open it up here. Now understand the cult following. Oh, yay. Okay. One. Okay. And my second one is, yes, problems, but so fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, just a few problems, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm being quite honest, the the story itself is fine. It's kind of... Excuse Sorry, Siri. Siri tried to uh, to try to jump in on our conversation. Um, <laughs> Joining the show. Understand. <laughs> uh, if I'm being honest, I, this, the story is pretty simple and and not really all that complex or anything. No. Uh, and, and if you follow it just for story purpose, you're kind of <laughs> like, that's it. This is all. Um, and then you you see the stop motion and the green screen and it, it's it's bad. Like there are some things that are just 
they're just bad. But <laughs> I have seen movies that have bad green screen and bad stop motion that I think that's just a terrible movie. And why did I waste my time? This one, though, I didn't care. I didn't yeah. care that it was bad. Yeah. I didn't care that the story wasn't all that complex. I had a good time watching it. I had a lot of fun. I yeah. thought that uh, some of the one-liners and not knowing anything about Ash uh, and, and the Evil Dead movies, um, it was kind of a, a cool look into it, but I now wish that I had seen the other two first because I feel like maybe I'm missing some of the backstory, but like you said, it does give you that short recap at the beginning. But at the same time, as a standalone movie, I feel like it's also fine. Like, I, yeah. you know... I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I, there's one thing that did bother me. We had the flying monster evil thing, and there was only <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah. like, and, 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 she's, and she stood completely still as she right. screamed watching it. Yeah, yeah. And had they brought an army of those things, they everyone else would have been done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that was probably expensive. Skeletons, you know... <laughs> Skeletons were made of chalk or something, apparently, because you could blow on them and they would just turn to dust. Yeah. Uh, oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. It's a good little watch. All right. Well, it's like it's like Mitch McConnell's bones. You just blow on them and they dust away. <laughs> um, okay. Back. Uh, uh, Tabby, what's your uh, or, or Tabs? Whatever your whatever your name is. Uh, what do you want to? What's your five word review? <laughs> about Mike just about did a spit take there on camera. That's he nice. He did. Whatever your name is. Whatever your name is, trash can, right? Isn't that what it uh, is? Sure. <laughs> Who am I? I have no idea. Uh, funny catchphrases, cheesy overacting. Nice. Yep. That's true. Same, yeah, uh, Bruce Campbell doesn't not overact ever. Uh, well, I mean, all of them for the most part. Like um, uh, King, or not King, but Arthur. Yeah, he's King Arthur. Yeah. Well, throw them in the pit yeah. and like over accentuating his his character, um, and then uh, uh, oh my gosh, the red and I, I can't Henry the red Henry Henry uh, yeah, yeah Henry the red when he was just like and laughing and over laughing yeah. at something that really wasn't needed to be, um, of course Bruce Campbell. 100% Bruce Campbell no. overacting. <laughs> but uh, again, that is what made Ash. Like, I feel like from the first and the second one, all the crap that he's been through at this point, he's just like... He doesn't care. F it. Let's, yeah. just, let, let's just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, he, the, the, the King Arthur character is just... Like, he's a dick also. Yes. You know, it's like if you're I would too if I had that haircut. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I guess if you're a fan of like the King Arthur legend, you would be so annoyed at this version of him, right? Because he's he's a dick to all of the uh, like all of his servants. I mean, like when he screams for Sword Boy, and then the guy comes out with the sword and he puts his foot on him and like yanks it and kicks him down. It's like, good lord, what a dick! But. Yes. And then he yeah. shoots that one guy, like the guy fleeing in the back, and just smirks. It's like, oh, okay. Well, well everybody's a prisoner. Everybody's a dick. Yeah, but you don't you don't shoot him in the back. Well, he's running away. What are you? How are you going to shoot him? You don't have to shoot him. You could just stop him. Lower the gate. You're, he's in the castle. Just close the gate. Okay, but 
We had to show ne- that he's a ne- next time you run away from me. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Close well, the if game. you if you have a crossbow in your hand, I'm not going to be running away. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know, he he was running the hell out of that Tennessee top hat though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, good. isn't that where Gail, Gail Weathers got her haircut inspiration Scream for Scream Three? It, the bangs, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she bangs. Um, no, she doesn't in that movie. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> she has no bangs. All right, Mike, what you got? I uh, I used a quote as my five word review. I was going to as well. Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because Bruce Campbell is Mr. Fancy Pants. Even though he wasn't talking about well, himself. Well, Henry the Red is Mr. Fancy Pants. Right. But, yeah. He's got to be a prima donna. Bruce Campbell? Oh, yeah. You think so? I, oh, yeah. No. I don't think so. I don't... It's uh, it's character. Yeah. I don't know. It just... It's, for a guy that probably could have had a list movie career and chose not to... Uh-huh. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he feels like a... If, <laughs> If a guy that's willing to make a movie or a TV show, because he goes on and makes this TV show, then he, he also made a movie where basically he is playing Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And Bubba Hotep. Well, no, no. <laughs> there's that one, but there's another one. Yeah, Bubba Hotep, where he spends half the movie complaining about his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this! I didn't realize he uh, he and Sam Raimi went to high school together. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they went to college together. Yeah, that's, Michigan that's State where, or Michigan or something like that. That's where they mm-hmm. got the idea for Evil Dead, and that's when they filmed Evil Dead. Is because um, Raimi was getting out of um, uh, directing, producing classes for film, and Bruce Campbell was getting out of acting school. So he's like, "Hey, do you want to star in a film that I'm about to do?" So <laughs> yeah. I think at the time Campbell was a theater actor mm-hmm. in college. I think so. You know, my my favorite role of, and I, I, like I said, this is the first time seeing these movies, but my favorite Bruce Campbell role is actually his work in um, Burn Notice, TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was a show on, I think it was on USA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like a, a CIA or something, ex-retired CIA, something like that. Didn't he always uh, wear like Hawaiian shirts on that show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that character is who I feel like he is in real life. I don't, it's probably not, but maybe that's just because I know him that from that show. I liked him as the Pizza Papa in Doctor Strange. <laughs> 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 the, pe- the Pizza Papa always gets paid. <laughs> well, and he, yeah, I mean, because he's he basically is always going to appear in a Sam Raimi movie because he's in all three of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember in the theater. In 2002, watching that first Spider-Man movie, and when he was the MC at the wrestling match, I was just cheering like, oh, "Of yeah. course, he's in this movie." Uh, my favorite still, though, is the 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 theater guy that won't let Peter into the the place. Oh, that Spider-Man Three. Yeah, that's my favorite version of of him. I liked him as the French waiter in Spider-Man Two. That one's pretty good too. I mean, they're all yeah. funny. They're all pretty good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I liked him in Xena and Young Hercules as Autolycus. Yeah. That was a Bruce Campbell, Ash type role. Mm-hmm. We, we really wanted him. So in, I wanted him to be the lead in Darkman instead of yep. Liam Neeson. I think he would have been better for that movie. And then yeah. 
because he's in he's in it at the end of the movie, just you know as a very is a you know basically like a cameo. But I think that movie is as campy as this movie, but Liam Neeson's trying too hard. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a Bruce Campbell role that Liam Neeson is playing. Yes, for sure. But I think yeah. it needed that. And by the way, Sam, uh, Evil Dead Two was filmed here in North Carolina. Oh, nice. Okay. Huh. So it was. Uh, some of it was at the studio in Wilmington, and then other locations include Wadesboro, North North Carolina. So, not that far from you, Andrew. No, that's not. My five word review, quite simply, is this: the perfect movie does exist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, this movie is not a perfect movie, except that it's a perfect movie in what it's trying to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, it I've was said, not made to be a perfect movie. No. There's no way they were going through some of these things or like, we're going to win Oscars with the special effects. You know, we are, you know, the, the acting here is is on par with some of the best actors in, in Hollywood. They, they could care less. They wanted to film an entertaining movie on a budget. And do it right. Yeah. And they, I think they did a perfect yeah. job. And I feel like they do. Well, I mean, I'm sure that just like we have this podcast is kind of a passion project for for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of have those things in Hollywood as well. And I feel like this, you know, like uh, Clooney doing some of those things that he did. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, you know, those are kind of a passion project. Just get your buddies together and make a film. Um although that was a much bigger scale and much bigger budget. But I feel like that's kind of what this was and what, you know, Army of Darkness start or um, Ash vs. Evil Dead started kind of as that. Uh, and all of some of the smaller Sam Raimi projects, I guess. I don't know. I, no, I get that vibe that it's just, it's a movie that they didn't, they didn't really want, like you said, that box office hit. They wanted... Just to get together and make a fun movie. Well, the here's a really interesting. So, uh, Universal Studios picked this movie up, right? So this this actually has a studio behind it. The first two, not, you know, it was like, you know, I think it was like something sale, sale, wind, whatever productions, right? It's like something low budget, and then Universal comes along and says, "Hey, we'll we'll back your movie." And and there's lots of rewrites, and the, and basically the the producers let Sam kind of do whatever he wanted. Except for the ending. They had to change the ending. So the, the ending that we see in this is not the original ending. The original ending is way worse for our hero. And oh. test audiences were like, okay, you've shit on this character for three movies. You can't end it like that. You got to <laughs> give him a happy ending. What was the alternate ending? So the original ending is they they, they go to a cave, right? So So the idea is... Again, you can't think about it too much, right? Because he's he's living in the United States somewhere, right? And when he goes back in time, all of a sudden he's in England. So what happens is in he he goes to a cave, right? And they they block up the cave, and then he takes this this drought, right? That makes him fall asleep, and it's one drop for every hundred years. Oh. So the idea is that he he drinks. Okay, it's thirteen hundred. So he's got to do the math. Okay, I have to, I have to drink. You know exactly. I don't remember what whatever. What's that math? Seven, seven thirteen seven. That's two thousand. So seven drops, right? 
I can't remember what it is in the movie, but he has he has to only drink seven drops. And then in typical Ash form, he screws up, right? He can't remember <laughs> the words and stuff like that. So what happens is like literally he takes the dropper, one, two, three, four, and then like some rocks fall from when they buried him, where they, they closed in. And he looks over, and goes, oh, and he's like, where was I? You know, so like he was actually on like number five, like he only had one more to go. And then he does like three more. And then he lays down and goes to sleep. And so then they do like this bad stop motion of like cobwebs and his beard growing out and all this <laughs> stuff, right? So then he wakes up and he oh, coughs, 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 wakes up. And he's in his car, right? He's in his car so that the, the historians wouldn't find his old Oldsmobile in the, in the history. Andrew, are you still with us? We lost you. We lost your, your feed, your camera. Hello out there. All right, well. He Mitch McConnell us. Until, oh. he, until he figures things out, I'm going to... Oh, he's back. Okay. <laughs> you good? Can I not blow my nose? In I'm just, you just, you, it's fine. You just disappeared. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to. Just, you know, send me a message or something. Anyway, he drinks too many, he drinks too many drinks, right? So when he wakes up, he walks outside. So the camera's looking at him with this beard, and he walks out and he just starts screaming. He's like, no, no. And then the camera cuts to him looking out, and it's like this sea of fire, and it's like Big Ben and the Eiffel Tower and the Statue of Liberty, and like all of the monuments of the world are all in front of him on fire, and everyone is dead. Like it's the apocalypse has happened. And he screams, I slept too long. And then that's how, that's the cut. It ends. Like, like he is now the last human on earth. Like, that's how it ends. And test audiences were like, no, what? you can't do that. That's mean. You know, you can't, he can't end the movie basically dying alone on planet earth. So that's why we go to him sh- having a shootout in S-Smart where he took the time to put the holster on his hip for the, <laughs> for the, <laughs> for the rifle. I love it. I noticed the the continuity behind it at the end of this. It almost opens exactly where the TV show starts. Oh, really? I don't know if you've ever seen the TV I show. I haven't watched it, yeah. No. I haven't so, had that streaming platform, yeah. yeah. So we got to watch the first two seasons. I think it's on Netflix now. Is it? It might be. But I think we got to watch the first two seasons. We'd haven't finished the last one. But it it's Hulu. almost... It's on Hulu? Yeah. It's almost, like, right very close to where it's left off. So, it's... I think it's kind of cool that they did that. That is cool. That is cool. All right. um, This... uh, Oh, I get to play this. Because this movie has not one, but two... Oh, I can't find it. Why do I never have this ready? I don't understand. It's not like I've never done this before. This this movie has two montages. That's if right. not more. I mean, montage. Yeah. There's yeah. so there's the building of the hand montage, and then there's the um, training montage. We have to have a good training montage. I think those are just the only two that I can remember, but. Sam Raimi was the first one that I saw do the quick cut montage, you know, where it's like, you know, 
they're in this thing. The guys are hammering stuff, and the camera pushes in, and then it shows them take the thing, and it's it's these quick turns, and the camera twilt, tilts, and all that stuff. He was the first that I saw do it, and Edgar Wright's done it since then, and a couple other directors have done it since, but he, this was the first, and I love it. I really love it. Um, and the other camera work that's my favorite, and it's the only time they really do a callback to the first two movies, is when... So the evil Andrew, Sam... You know when Ash is on the horse and he's he's on the way to the graveyard and then he has to have that stop off at the windmill where he gets attacked by little ashes. Right. And he's on the horse and all of a sudden he looks around and he sees something. And then the camera is making that noise and it's low to the ground and chasing him and then he's he's running on the horse and he gets knocked off the horse and he has to run and, and as how always did, how would they, Sean, how would they um how would they mic that up? You would boom under the horse. Under the horse, okay. Boom under the horse. How, would you boom under the little people? I'm not quite sure how you would. I don't know how you would do that. Maybe lobs, little little lavaliers on those guys. They should call <laughs> the the pole a boomstick. They do. It's literally called that. It is called a boomstick. I can't tell you how many times on set I said, "This is my boomstick." Uh, yeah. Know. I absolutely did. First time I've heard that from this movie. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, on on multiple occasions, I would do that. If especially if someone else has already made a uh, an Army of Darkness reference, I would. If someone said something like "Give me some sugar," if I was on set, then I would say, "This is my like, boomstick." HR. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like there was HR on our film sets. Are you kidding? I think I lost a girlfriend one time because I said, "This is my boomstick. Give me some sugar." Yeah. Um, yeah, it happens. That happens. It does. It's fine. <laughs> so anyway, so that the so the camera that's kind of chasing him, right? And it always is like it's like one of those things where the camera is like right on him, but then somehow slows down and whatever. Like it does that multiple times. So that is a callback to the first two movies. That's the evil is always represented by the camera when it's going around trees and being real creepy and kind of, you know, doing that that scene. So when he gets inside and the camera is like attacking the door and you have like that shaky thing happening and then like the camera's looking around at different things, that's a direct callback to those first two movies. And it's that's one of that's some of my favorite cinematography in the movie. I love that motif and style and feel and vibe and all that stuff. Um and like, you would love that in 2013 cuz they have really good Oh, cameras yeah. like that. Yeah? Yes. Oh, I love that they they kept that. Let me ask this question. So is the evil represented by the camera? Is this the evil that's been following him for the past two movies? Because I feel like the Necronomicon evil is a different evil, which awakens this army of the dead. So, sort of. So, okay. yeah. So, so the first time it happens... Like an idiot with, reads the book. The idiot reads the book, and then <laughs> there's always an idiot that reads the book, right? And then yep. you have, uh, which of course is like uh, the 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 call to or the the, the homage in Cabin in the Woods, right? Where yeah. they, they read the book and then shit goes bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, that, that's referencing this. So yeah, when when they read the book in the first movie, that's when the camera wakes up and you know goes after. Uh, goes after them. And then same thing in the second movie. They read the book, then the camera wakes up and goes after them. So the fact that he hasn't read the book yet 
but deadites are already a thing in their time period would suggest that someone else read the book at some point and left it on the altar with those other two books for some more hilarity to ensue. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, and that's okay. So when we go to... <laughs> I'm not complaining, but... It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> but when you hear, you'll never get the Necronomicon, like it's impossible, you're going to die before you get to it. It's literally sitting. Yeah, he just walks up to a it. shelf. Yeah, <laughs> you just walk up to it. I feel like an idiot would stumble upon it and just read it. Yeah, it's it's surprising that I mean I think and that probably is what happened. An idiot read the book already. Um, and then a virgin lit the black flame candle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a virgin. You're a virgin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll get it tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> yeah, I've That's seen that movie. How it goes. <laughs> But no, even in the first one, like the the because there was five of them and it was like the one left out guy that didn't have a girlfriend. Even in the 2013 version, it was the left out guy. Always the, the found the book and started reading. And then there's this voiceover of um, this old guy who's a professor talking about the book, talking about what had happened to his wife after he read the book. So it's. The book. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I that, think that's the whole thing. The funny thing is, the book actually also changes. So, like in the first movie, the book is like a small little diary, and then the second is the big one, and this one, like it's you know, much bigger. Um, but you actually, yeah, in the second one, it's the tape. They don't play. They don't read the book. They play the mm, tape yeah. uh, of the guy. Reading of the reading, book. reading from the book, which causes the evil to the wake deadites, up. the evil to come back. Yeah. yeah, evil camera. Did you guys? So, so the whole Jason and the Arg, not Jason and the Argonauts, the um, <laughs> Gulliver's Travels, uh, you know, yeah. you know, bit References. with the little dudes. Like, mm-hmm. I, yes. I, I don't care. That scene still works for me. Them yes, being all mischievous it. and silly, and like, I know there's some kind of, you know. You have to have them act, you know, Ash has to act with them not actually there. There's a lot of it. I just think it still works. I mean, you have to remember, this movie is five minutes before Jurassic Park's about to come out and change the world. Yep. And yet, that scene still totally works. What about... Yeah, what that's you, what I was saying. You know, like, Andrew, does that scene, like, does that that scene bother you? Because there's a lot of slapstick, but, like, slapstick. The, the scene itself doesn't bother me. It's the... <laughs> That was one of the scenes that I thought that the the green screens work or however they do that. The, the layering. it's like layering, yeah, it's like composite, yeah, yeah. composite. It, that was not done well. <laughs> like, I, I mean, think, I guess for the time, maybe yeah. it was, and but um, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> I think because when I the first time I watched it was on a cassette tape on a on a you know a C, CTR CRT TV, so yeah. you don't notice it as bad. Now I'm watching on an on a on a you know, HD you know TV, right? You know the, the there's some you can kind of see it a little bit more, but I think for the time I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Seriously, I think yeah. it was pretty good. And it, but again, you don't care, right? Like you don't care, right? At least I don't care. Right. And no, and uh, I mean, but there I, were, there there were a couple things though that. Because of that composite work and the layering there, it 
you like I think it, there was the one where he steps on the nail. Yeah. Like oh, he yeah. clearly doesn't step on the nail, yeah. but yet acts like he stepped on the nail and it hurts his foot. But I mean, you can clearly plainly see that there his foot's nowhere near that nail when his foot comes down. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and like Mike, you you work in a factory, right? Like like yeah. Like like boots that he's wearing like a nail isn't gonna poke him in the bottom of the foot, and and right? I mean, not one that small. <laughs> not not a no, and not with you know uh, some good caterpillar work boots like that he was wearing. Yeah, it was just for the gag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's Bruce just... Campbell. Of course it was for the gag. Yeah, <laughs> it's always for the gag. It was just a bit. That's all it was. The my my favorite bit in that scene of bits is when he falls and lands his face on the frying surface. And he's like cooking like bacon and he can't pull his face off because his face is cooking. So he has to get a spatula. And it's not like any normal person would just grab it. He has to grab it and show the camera, I have a spatula, and then yeah. come in Scrape for the it. scoop. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's just, it's my favorite thing ever. And then when he no... takes his face off of it, there's no melted skin. Or... It's just right. dirty. It's just dirty. It's, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. dirt. Yeah. The continuity it's, in this is awful. That was like that's like an ac- an old like Wally Coyote gag mm-hmm. where you get blown up yeah. and you're just black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ashy. It, yeah, there are some very cartoony moments yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean you but know that's how, part of the fun. Yeah, like in cartoons, if you if you don't want to have to draw the character carrying a weapon, then you just have it behind them. Right? So they just reach behind them and all of a sudden they have a weapon. It's like Ash is going through this uh uh Symbiosis, whatever you know, when you, when you split, right? That's not the right word. I'm trying to sound smart, but I'm I'm failing. <laughs> it's, but he's splitting, right? And then he has a fight, and we the camera is actually looking over his shoulder multiple times. What in the hell is that, Sam? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that looks like one of its toy creations. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like uh, Scorpion King Part Two. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awful. I can't yeah. tell. If that's uh. From this movie or from Terminator? <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. is that, that is from is that, this movie. Is that, that is yeah. from this is that movie. supposed to be Andrew? Is that Andrew's yeah, face? Yeah, that's Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's more that's scarier than anything in this movie. I know, right? Um. Anyway, like we we can clearly see that he doesn't have a shotgun mm. on him, right? And then he, you know, then then all of a sudden he sticks the shotgun in the guy's face, pulls the trigger, and gets to say the cool line. Uh, but the movie's full of that stuff, and you just the shotgun is magic. You just have to accept the fact that the shotgun is magic because yeah. because we only see him reload it one time, mm-hmm. and which is interesting because in Evil Dead, so in Evil Dead One, it's a single barrel shotgun, fire, yes. reload. Then the upgrades in the second movie, it's a double barrel. But we see him, he's constantly worried. Like, if he fires, you see him every time reload. Every time. Mm-hmm. Fires one time, he reloads that one shell. Like you would. In this movie, man, that thing's got, I think at one point he fires it four times in a row with the... There's, there's five shots? It was five times. Five. We counted it. Yeah. Yeah, and, at the very end. And after he shot that dead eye... She did not have a single gunshot wound on her body anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing. You know, the gore in this movie is a lot less than you would think it would be. Uh Yeah. Right? As as gross as everything looks, obviously there's the fountain of blood, but um, 
Oh you know, yeah, there's potential for like blood packs coming out and stuff. Like yeah, she, she's they getting, didn't go that that route, which was interesting. Which I mean, which they do in the second one. I was gonna yeah. say the second one with the eyeball and yeah. What? Oh wow. Yeah, the second first the two are are very gory. Well, gory to the right, bloody. I think is a better word. The second one is more gory than the first one, yeah. just because of the. The arm scene and then him beating the crap out of himself, which is a phenomenal scene, by the way. Yeah. Didn't the, the remake, didn't they they break some sort of record for the amount of blood yes, used? Yes, it was 50,000 gallons of blood yeah. that was used. Also, it was all... In, in one scene. In one scene. Good um, lord. It was all practical effects besides one CGI effect, which was the cabin being on fire. The rest of it was all... Oh, my God. Yeah. Huh. Get me started. Wow. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> I mean, doesn't she cut her tongue too at some point, or somebody oh, cuts their yeah. tongue? And uh, one of the girls and... cuts her arm off with a uh, electric knife. Oh my god! Um, and then she licks a box cutter and snake and tongues herself. Snake tongues herself. Yeah, that's what I've, I've oh, seen. Oh, and that then one. the girl in the shower cuts her. her... She she Heath Ledger's her mouth. Yeah, she gives oh herself god, a Chelsea yeah. grin. Oh, it's it's brutal yeah, if you're not grin. ready for it. Huh. It's wow. so it's, it's it's so the the tone is a little different. Oh yeah, just, a <laughs> just not by much. Well, the peach, tone's different in from... this movie. I mean that that if they could have done that in 1987 with Evil Dead 2, they would oh, have. They yeah, they just didn't. I mean, again, you know, Ash does cut off his arm with a chainsaw, and like the scene that you saw in the beginning of this movie is that it's it's cut from that. Just the part you don't see in this movie is the blood pouring onto his face. Yes. That they that's in the second movie. Oh wow! Because um, well, they you, they pretty much didn't they recreate from the second one. Like they just changed the actress, like the like bits and pieces from. Yeah, the they one. put they in just um, Bridget Fonda. Yeah, Bridget Fonda. Yeah, but yeah, which I don't know so, why. I don't understand the, the the purpose of that. Just have the same scene, other than was she just on set and needed a paycheck? I don't know because she doesn't have any lines, so it's not like they they paid her or anything, but. I thought um, she said something like, oh, Ash. I don't think she says anything. She's just literally there. She might scream. <laughs> I don't think she does anything. Seriously. Like, I don't $30. know. $30. Just scream away. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think it's one of those where, like, she was there. I, I, it, there, there might be something in the trivia. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, look. we'll have to find that. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I know we keep talking about the Evil Dead movies and not this movie, but, um well, I mean, it's if, also, but you got to realize, though, that Army of Darkness took it to a, a different place than the other ones. The other two, I can kind of see where Raimi's coming from of, like, the first one was just a tester. Like, hey, this is what's going to happen. You know, this is my idea. Then they really built something off of it for a second one. The second one was really good. Then they're like, hey, let's, like you said, like friends getting together, let's just write a movie, let's have fun with it. And they made it fun, but they still kept to the storyline to, I mean, the Deadites bringing it to a different time, trying something different that mm-hmm. you wouldn't have seen normally. Like, uh, like skeletons playing flutes with their bones and drumming on. Yeah, making timpani sounds on skulls. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was talk about campy. That was that was <laughs> that was pretty rough. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see the other two only because, I mean, th- I love this movie so much. I just you, you start to think, you know, which 
movies in a trilogy is the third one, you know, better or is the best uh, one. I see. I can't say that this is the best one. It's the it's it's so different. I mean, okay, you know All what right. I'm saying? It's so different. I mean, you can argue, and we have argued that uh, Return of the King is the best of that trilogy. We 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 have made that argument. Yes, we have. Um, and some people argue. Um, I Two don't agree. Is better. Well, you can make an, a case for each one of them being the best film. Yeah. Because, yeah. which was interesting because when we did that trilogy last year, each person, each guest we had on for their movie, it was their favorite of that trilogy. And I didn't plan that. It's just the way it worked out. Um, but but could you imagine if if the, the Fellowship of the Ring is the Fellowship and then the, and then the Two Towers is that, but then the third one, they go this campy? Like that's, how different mm. the tone is. Oh wow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like the cuz if and I could be wrong. I could be way wrong. So so like they go from from two towers to the hobbit. Yes. No, it's more like well, no. Desolation of smog. No, no. That's too bad. No, so, so that, <laughs> that's just going from two good movies to a bad movie. <laughs> yes. Okay, all right, I see. I you know what I'm saying? That. Like it yeah. like cuz the like though the tone of those hobbit movies they're still trying to match tone. They just I think the execution is wrong. Okay, here's yeah. here it is, Sam. Seriously, here it is. You have the Fellowship of the Ring, you have the two towers, and then Dungeons and Dragons is your is how it ends. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. that's the it. you know what I'm saying? Like the tone is this it, one is from the other two? Yeah. That's how different oh, wow. this is from the first two is huh. as as is are Dungeons the, are the and, first two scary? Are they horror movies? Yeah. They're yeah. legit oh, wow. horror films. Okay. Um but they still have that campiness to it that Yeah. That, well the first one doesn't, but the second one has a little bit. Mm-hmm. The first one has a rape scene. Whoa. Yeah. There's there's okay. a legit rape scene in the first one. So Is that the tree? I've heard about a tree. Yes, yes okay. it's the tree. Mm-hmm. So yep. yeah, wow. I, again, you, like I'm pagans. This this movie But <laughs> you were gonna say vegans. <laughs> uh, oh, those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this this movie is so far removed from those. Because and from what I remember, and I could be wrong, is that the first one, the Evil Dead, the nineteen eighty one one, whatever, was yeah. It's actually rated NC seventeen. Oh wow! Okay. For for blood and there's some nudity and and again the the rape scene, but from what I remember, it wasn't just it was a scary movie like it was like a project right like it was like it was his college thesis or something. He was like, um, it was never were, meant for like mass production. Huh. They were fresh okay. out of college when they when they yeah. shot it, but they wrote it while they were in college. Yeah. Uh, so then the second one, which was six years later, they get a little bit more money. They're able to up the gore, up the up the up the game, up the game a little bit, uh, and do that. So it is interesting that he decides when he gets even a bigger budget in a studio, he goes this way, this way, full camp, yeah. silly. Huh. Yeah. But you you got to realize too, as like they're coming off of. Like um, the Friday the Thirteenth sequels, you know, you've got the campiness of of the horror genre in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. So maybe he could have rolled, wanted to roll with it to see what kind of of uh, reaction or mon- monetary. 
you, you, know, you, you think he was trying to get it to make it more fun and, and mainstream to to make money right. off of it. And he yeah. could have. I mean, that checks out. I mean, it's funny, and there's no big name people in it really. I mean, at that at that time, at that time, Bridget Fonda is probably the biggest name in the movie. Right. Yeah. You know, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it was just his attempt to do a different genre. You know, to try to make it comedy. Maybe. Because, um, you know, the first one started out as a project. Maybe he looked at these films as, I mean, I'm, of course, in, you know, just guessing here, but maybe he's looking at these films as, as projects as a way to change styles of directing and try different things. Yeah. Yeah, could be. And now this movie didn't make a lot of money box office wise. It made, it made just under, well, it made 11 and a half million. Uh, the budget was thirteen million, hmm. so it technically lost money. But I would bet over the years, Universal has made their money back with DVDs and VHS sales oh, and, for and sure. things oh, like gosh, that. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I hope they get some sort of good residual from this because, I mean, it's it's played all the time. Yeah, so. I would imagine they do. I mean, it's a that movie is super popular amongst like people who love horror movies in general. This is this in college college students, right? You yeah, know, and so. tenth grade tenth grade potheads. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew, I know you uh, sometimes like to, to peek at the trivia. Have you have you looked at the trivia for this movie by chance? No, I have not. I I, I have up right here. I have uh, looked. You know, sometimes I I have the movie playing in the background mm-hmm. um, just to see it again while we're talking about it. It helps keep things fresh in my mind. Um, and the scene with the flying demon (laughs) i couldn't help i couldn't help but notice that the face of that demon looked a lot like the mask of green goblin and spider-man yeah oh yeah you know what you're right and i wondered if maybe when he was doing spider-man if he he was like you know what i kind of already have something like this i'm just gonna modernize it and yeah. Or he just liked the, the aesthetic of the of the crazy open mouth thing and whatever. Because right. there's no reason to make the Green Goblin's mask, his face always be open, other than just right. to be creepy. Right. Um, I only asked about the trivia. My favorite piece of trivia is when this was released in Japan, it was released as Captain Supermarket. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Captain Supermarket. That's, Captain Supermarket. That's, that's, I kind of like that better than our Hermit. <laughs> oh, that one's good. Yeah. It also is interesting that it it doesn't. It's not Evil Dead Three. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that that is interesting that it's not Evil Dead Three. And maybe that goes further into my thought that you know maybe he wanted to go a completely different direction with this, but just use the same characters. No. Yeah. All right, let's play a few clips because I have some clips. Uh, I know Mike just stepped away, but um, he'll... he took Gunner to bed. Yeah, no worries. All right, uh, again, this is a movie of one-liners, and so that's what you're going to get here. So here you go. See this? This is my boomstick. There you go. I thought about like teeing that up with you know. Something inappropriate, but I just decided just to play the clip. <laughs> um, 
There was a moment in college, Sam, I don't know if you were around for it or Andrew, I don't remember if you guys were around for it, but there was a moment where um, a good friend of the podcast who was on the first 100 episodes, Chad, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember what he was doing. He was he was like asleep on the couch or something. I, I honestly don't remember the exact scenario. But like he was either on the couch or something, and one of us went to wake him up. And uh, again, other member from the podcast, Cornelius Corny, literally grabbed whoever's hand it was and said, It's a trick. Get an axe. <laughs> like that abs- abs- 100% <laughs> happened. And of course... Chad woke up laughing, and it was it was hysterical. But like that moment happened, it was it was perfect. I I'll, I I wish I could remember the exact details. I'll have to ask Corny. But that that actually happened. Perfect. It's a trick. Get an axe. There you go. Uh, this is how uh, Sam got Kimberly to marry him. Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> Funny thing is, it was the opposite way because I I lured her in with Krispy Kreme donuts. That's how that's how I, I broke the ice. So she she was hungry for some donuts. So I like there you go. Hey, whatever. Um, there's this. Good, bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. So yes, many quotes. Are. So many quotes. The whole movie is really. Yeah, it, it is a lot of that. I mean, it's just jam packed. Yeah, I, I we hadn't mentioned it, but the the steam powered war machine that he makes at the end of the movie with out of his car yeah. is just one of my favorite things ever. Ever like, it just it cracks me up. I I had I was not expecting that what whatsoever when that the doors burst open and out comes this propeller thing that's hopefully like the rest of the 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 hero team knew oh when this thing comes out get the f out of the way because it's gonna (laughs) send you to the next dimension you know like (laughs) yeah oh i love it uh okay this is a long clip but i had to play it wait a minute the words right 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 say the words clatu Barata! Mm. <laughs> Necktie. Nectar. Nickel. Noodle. It's an N word. It's definitely an N word. It's definitely an N word. Klaatu! Barata! <laughs> <laughs> iconic iconic i love it i love it so much it's great he totally does it to himself yeah he brings it upon himself i, I may not it. have said every word exactly the way you wanted me to say it <laughs> i mean would any of us no <laughs> it was close no. enough and in fairness to him if if a wise man on you know five seconds before I'm about to start this journey walks up to me and says, "I need you to say these three words that are in not your language," <laughs> like you need to write them down for me. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Just can you put them on some paper? Oh, so I'm on the IMDb page for the movie, and the the trailer is playing uh, here, like as in, as Andrew's watching it. The reason there's a reason why when he's in the windmill and he crashes into the mirror to break it. There's there's a reason why he does that because bad things like even in the movie where the little dudes come out of the broken glass. Uh-huh. Uh, bad things happen in mirrors in the Evil Dead universe. Well, yeah, I watched the trailer for, I guess it was the second one. Yeah. Um, and I saw that there was something with the mirror as well. So yeah. I figured that was kind of a callback or something. Yeah, that's 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 exactly why. So, yeah. Uh, okay, I think uh, we mentioned this one earlier. You found me beautiful once. Honey, you got real ugly. Uh, I played Aww. that out. I I played that out of order. Uh, I meant to play this one before that, but I I labeled him wrong. Uh, but this is one of my favorite things in movies. They do it really well in the Fellowship of the Ring. But here we are doing it. Uh, what, what almost ten years earlier. On a tuba. Yeah, I'll stand by you. You can count on my steel. I'll offer up my courage. Your sword's by his side. I'm with you. I'll bid my bow to your will, sir. Yeah. I like that. I never noticed that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's a a good scene. The and the scene, the guy that says, "You could have my steel." That's 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 Sam. That's Ted Raimi. That's Sam's brother. Who he's talking to at the end of the movie in the the convenience store, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, who is also in Spider Man movies. Yes, he is. And finally, and he is also in Evil Dead Two. Yep. Yes, he is. He's in he's in Evil Dead One also. Uh, yeah. He he's he's in all of them, but in the first one he's like, I think it's like fake Shemp or something. I can't remember what it is. Oh, he's, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he's he's in there somewhere. He's a great actor. I as love long as, as long as Sam Raimi's directing, he's mm-hmm. yeah. Job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's like I mean, it's the same thing with um, um, uh, my namesake. What's his name? Um, come on, Sean guys. Gunn. No, no. Uh, well, yeah, Sean Gunn with his Sean his Penn. his brother. No, uh, no, Opie, Ron Howard. Oh. Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah, Ron Howard. Well, you know, so yeah. Ron Howard had his dad and his brother in all of his movies. Now, of course, his, his dad passed away a few years ago. But if Ron Howard's directing the movie, you know that his weird-looking brother is going to show up somehow. So, Yeah. Bless his heart. Same thing with Sean Gunn. <laughs> he well, yeah. He's got a weird little, little brother. He does have a weird brother. <laughs> Mom says you're going to put me in your movie. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, but is could you imagine like the first time when he because he because he does Guardians and you know Craglin is in that the first one like he doesn't really do a whole lot, and then no. he does a lot in the second one and then a whole oh. lot in the third one like he's, he's a uh-huh. he's the body double for Rocket the Raccoon yeah, which yeah. <laughs> is fantastic. You can be in it, but you're going to be something else. Yeah, I need you to walk around on your knees for. Yeah. Three hours. Dave, Dave Batista is going to pet you. Like, 
that's, that's gonna happen. Uh, last clip I have. I'll swallow your soul. Come get some. There you go. That is an every Evil Dead movie. Yeah. Come get some. Um, so last little story here, and then we'll play the game. Um, I don't think Sam ever had a childhood because I don't think he actually watched cartoons as a kid. And I think Andrew might be what? just a little bit too old for this. Either anyone else here ever watched the TV show Reboot? No. Or no. ever heard of it? I, 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 I've heard of it. Yeah. I've and mentioned I it on I'm the made. show a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Um, it was a. It was one of the very first all CGI, um, yeah. a- animated cartoons. And and the idea is that like they live inside computers, they're programs. Yeah. Like the the main guy, I forgot the main hero's name. There was the the girl named Dot Matrix. Bob. And, uh, maybe Enzo was the kid. Anyway, in the in the world, when a, a user would load a game, a, a game would be like a, this cube would come down in the middle of the or town, and if you would play the game. And if you beat the user, then you got a power up. If you lost to the user, it would erase that part of town. <laughs> um, anyway, there was a game which was basically the Evil Dead game. And so it, the, the user was Ash. All he did was run around shooting deadites saying groovy. Every time he would shoot someone, he would say groovy. So as a kid, I saw this and I didn't understand it at all. Until I watched the movie, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's the freaking thing!" I'll send you the link to that show, uh, just in case it sparks any memories for having ever seen it. But again, it was just—it was one of those things. It was on Nickelodeon or something. I said, yeah. "Sam, you are already like driving cars when that show came out." <laughs> I so. don't remember that one at all. Yeah. But, but I didn't watch a whole lot of Nickelodeon, so they didn't play that one in the moving pictures there. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it came out in. Uh, it came out. In 94. 94. Yeah, no, I was already, uh, I was interested in girls by that point. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. It says from 94 to 2001. I don't think it actually ran that long. I just think that maybe they had, they took time off in between. It was in syndication or something. I, I don't know. Uh, it was a Canadian show. So it. That explains everything. Well, it, it, yeah. it was, it was only there more than it was here and in Canada. Mm. So it's season so it looks like season 1 was 94, season 2 parts of season okay, okay. So the 2001 I guess that's where they ended season 4. Interesting. All right. Yeah, they took 3 years off to keep finishing seasons 3 and 4. That's really interesting. All right. That's it's 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 such a bad show, but I kind of want to watch it with the kids. <laughs> it's the original Pixar. It kind well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about that. The animation style. It does. You're look, not wrong. It does kind of look like. I mean, look at the first Toy Story movie. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. No. The first Toy Story movie movie, the toys look fine. Sid looks nightmare. Like Sid oh, yeah. and the dog. Any humans yeah. or anything furry. Yeah. Um, Reboot. Yeah. Yep. Go watch Reboot. That's that's my thing. All right, time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? All right. This is where we play the game of, hey, did you notice? It's a game where Andrew watched this movie and found little funny details in the back and to see if we, uh, in the background, to see if we noticed. This will go back and forth. Uh, I guess we'll do, 
uh, the two of them versus the two of us, Sam. Uh, so okay. I think that'll uh, that'll work out just fine. Uh, and, of course, if we get the answer right, you get a point. If you get the answer wrong, their team gets a chance to steal. Andrew, take it away. All right. Here's the first question. As Ash is cutting off his hand, a musical instrument can be seen in the background of the cabin. What is it? A cello. No. Are you sure about that? <laughs> nope. Go ahead, say it. You have the I know it face. I think it's a banjo. It is neither of those instruments. Sean or Sam? It's a piano. Or a dulcimer. Is it a piano? He plays the piano in one of them. It's not in that scene. But. uh, Theremin. And it's not a dulcimer. (laughs) It is. uh, (laughs) It's a set of bongos sitting. There's a set of bongos sitting on top of. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. okay. Thought it was kind of random, random bongos. Weird, so. yeah. yeah. They had a drum circle before shooting the scene. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm guessing yeah. so. Matthew McConaughey was there. I was just All thinking right. of him cutting his arm off in the shed. That's why the bongos threw me off. Okay. Yeah. No, he does it Christ. in the living room. He, he does it definitely. The, and there is a piano because he plays it because uh, he actually write, writes a piece of music for the girl or something. Anyway, go ahead, Andrew. Advance, yeah. Okay. Uh, question number two. Other than the shotgun shells, the chemistry book, and the rope, list five items that were in the back of Ash's car. Oh, Jesus. Uh, five items in the back. Other than the chemistry book, the, the rope, shot, the rope, and, and the, the shotgun, shotgun shells. shells. Shotgun yeah. shells. Spare uh, tire. No, um, a a uh, uh, jumping cables. Yes, that's one. Jumper cable. Okay. Um, uh, there's uh, a bunch of shit back there, and I even yeah. remember, like, in the scene, thinking, "I better, I better t- pay attention to this stuff because Andrew's going to ask about it." I know, right? Um, and, and magazine. It, yes, there is a magazine. Do you know what what it was titled? It was, oh, crap. It was an it was an S Smart catalog. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I can keep. Guessing. I'll give it. I'll give it to you because it is amazing. Oh, but it, okay. But it is called uh, Fanforia. It is a horror magazine. Oh, cute. oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. So that's two things. Three. Wait, more we items. have to do. We have to what? Yeah. Um. <laughs> we're gonna a be here. Stuffed animal. No stuffed animal. Okay. Let let, let them go. We we could be. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if they can come up with two. All right. Let's hear what. A, that was two. You can use those two if you wish, or you can list five other things. What? Well, what? <laughs> what'd you say the name of the magazine was called again? Uh, Fanforia, I believe. It's, fang- it's Fangoria. Fangoria. Excuse me. Yeah, I left when I typed it. When I uh, typed it up, I uh, misspelled it, <laughs> or it autocorrected. Yeah. And then the jumper cables. You said the gun holster. Yeah. And you got two more. A clean pair pair of socks? No. (laughs) (laughs) A clean pair of shorts. Uh, Shoes? No. His his infamous blue shirt. All right. Well, you guys did pretty well. You did pretty well. But here's what was in the back of his truck as far as everything I could identify. All right. The back of his car. Uh, So there was a gas can. A two-liter bottle of Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> a handsaw, which he uses, he takes out, oh, a yeah. toolbox, measuring tape, jumper cables, a spotlight, flashlight type thing, the magazine, and a boombox. Oh, a boombox. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's everything I could identify. There were other things in there. I just don't know what they were. <laughs> yeah, missed opportunity to use the boombox in the in the major battle at the end. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, that was a long one. Question number three. Um, after Ash returns to his time and is telling the story to his coworker, the two men are standing in front of a display of what two items? God, I don't want to get this wrong, but I. Uh, was one of them. Uh, was it microwaves? A motor oil. Was it microwaves? Display. I thought one of them was microwaves. All right, which one? Maybe it was. Shotgun I want to say microwave. I want to say microwaves and toilet paper. That's two weird things to have in the same <laughs> aisle together. But then again, he did just fight skeletons. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> With King Arthur. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in time travel. All right, so what do you want to do? Uh, I'm trying to think of what he blasted that deadite through. Toilet was paper. One, was it okay? Toilet paper. I'm going to go with toilet paper is one of them. All right, it's not either of those items. Really? Yeah. All right, Sean or Sam? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, shovels. <laughs> I remember because I wrote down. I wrote down kitchen bags and toasters. Trash bags. Yes, trash bags was one. Okay. And yeah. toaster wasn't the other one? Toaster wasn't the other one. Oh, I, well, I wrote down toaster for some reason. There's a... I had to look up what it was, but it's called Brie Wax, and it is a... It's a little can, uh, and it is a wood floor finish. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So those are the two items. So, so far, no one scored any points in this game. Wait, don't I get uh, at least a half a point? Well, okay, for... I'll give you, I'll give you half a point for the trash okay. bags. There <laughs> okay. you go. Thank All you. Right. All I, right. Because I, I, I literally wrote that down in a, in anticipation for this stupid <laughs> game. <laughs> All right, question number four. In in the same scene, Ash is talking to the other S smart uh, clerk, Ted Ramey's character. According to his badge, what is his name? <laughs> Who is that for? It's us. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't right. remember. I just remember S-Mart on it. Um, yeah. And it's funny. Yeah. I, as many times as I've seen oh. this movie, this was the first time I realized the girl that comes up to him later, she was like, it's kind of cute. She also works there. I didn't. I never knew that. But she, oh, yeah. She also works there. I have no um, idea. Um, well, Sam. Or Ted. How about Ted? Bruce. No? No. No idea. All right. Any other guesses? I'm going to kick myself for not knowing this one. Um, Ted. (laughs) Arthur. (laughs) That's a good guess. Anthony. Mm, is the name close. on his name badge? Yeah, yeah, because like even on 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 his IMDb page, he is only credited as cowardly warrior, right? <laughs> and no one, no one, yeah. Sam Raimi gave him that too, right? He's <laughs> yeah. not gonna give he's not gonna give him a real uh, you know heroic name. It's just cowardly. <laughs> yeah. And 
the last question I have is hardware is on what aisle? Oh, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> he says, uh, you hear them come over the intercom and say, Ash needed for price check at register, whatever. And then he says, hardware, aisle what? Four. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, it's like, yeah. No, Sean or Sam? I thought it was three, but I can't. Yeah, yeah I think it's it's probably yeah um, eight. <laughs> That's closer. He says hardware aisle twelve. Twelve. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. No, the only so thing that go. I wrote down in in preparation for this game was five eight six I K V. That's the license plate. <laughs> on Is that the, the car. license plate Car's of license the car? <laughs> yeah. You know, I did. I almost did ask what shirt was she was Linda wearing when she got out of the car at the cabin. Uh, okay. Uh, but you've already mentioned it in the in the podcast tonight, so I had to change it. And that is the college where both Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi went, which is Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State. State, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So All right. Go. That was a lot of fun. Nice. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, uh, dead Daniel Radcliffe, this is where we give this movie a score from zero to ten. And, uh, yeah, so we'll let uh, Andrew go first. Well, IMDb has a 7.4. Out of ten, I believe is what I saw on there, and Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was somewhere around sixty-eight percent. I've already closed these things, but sixty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. You know, there's problems, of course, uh, and if it comes on again, I'll like like I can't stream it. But um, if it were to be on in someone's house when I walked in, I'd sit down and watch it again. So I'm gonna give this a six point five out of ten. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. All right. Tabby, what you got? Um, I, of course, just like Andrew said, it is a fun movie. Uh, anytime it's playing, absolutely. Anytime it's free to watch, absolutely. It's it's that kind of movie. Cult classic, or it should be a bigger cult classic. Um, it's... The continuity behind it all is what really aggravated me. <laughs> <laughs> it just put me over the edge like the whole time we're watching it. I'm like, that's not right. What happened? Um, but I would I would give it a probably five eight. Five point eight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. That's low. I know. But Ma- I mean it's it's good, but it's not like up there. All for right. Me. Mike? I uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to give it a uh, a seven five. Jesus, okay. It's got a lot of one-liners. It is funny. It's got uh, good elements of both horror and comedy meshed really well together. I mean, yeah, the continuity is rough on it, but the one-liners are the only with ones. a movie like this. Something like that is easy to look beyond because you're so, it's so entertaining from start to finish. So. Yep. Okay, all right, I'm with you, Sam. Um, this is so rewatchable. You know, it's one of those movies that that I've seen it in the in the double digits. Um, give me a seven point eight nine out of ten. Okay. Um, so gosh, ten years ago, my 
actually would have been longer than that because I don't think my son was born. Maybe he was. I don't remember. Um, but my mother-in-law was visiting, and she brought a movie to watch. And she just, just like went to Walmart, $5 bin, picked it up, bought it, and brought it over. We stick it in, and it was Trick or Treat, and which I hated. I hated that movie. I, in that, in, especially that first one. The second watching that we did for the podcast, I liked it a little bit better, but I did not enjoy it the first time. So when that movie ended, I made her watch this. <laughs> and we were probably 25, 30 minutes into it, to which she said, why is he making me watch this? That like, like, <laughs> does he hate me? Like, I can hear whispering that to Sarah. Pretty funny. Anyway, uh, I love this movie. I I adore it. I think it's wonderful and stupid and fantastic and all of those things. So I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Wow, I, I like okay. this movie so much, and I just yeah. all of those things, you know, continuity aside, one-liners, things that don't make sense. The slapstick enough is is raises it for me because it's ridiculous. I mean, you know the the head evil dead eye, which is played by Bruce Campbell, like when he's trying to say Sally Forth, he can't because his jaw keeps getting disconnected. It's just so dumb but funny. Um, I love it. So that that gives us an average score of seven point three eight five, and I'm okay with that. Nice, yeah. Again, for Mike Tabby, though, for like for what it's worth, my opinion doesn't matter much. I gave Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Steve a nine point one. So I I'm I'm weird. <laughs> yeah. Just have a different taste than people. Yeah. Even though we've never seen Dungeons and Dragons, so we can't really say anything. Oh, yeah. you need to watch it. We haven't seen it's it fun. yet. It's fun. It's it's fun. <laughs> it's like this, just with a budget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean it's it's uh, source material, Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. and just just have a good time with it. Just go into it with with thinking no expectations. With no expectations, go into it thinking whatever mindset you had in two thousand and three when you saw Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time. Okay, you know, like I don't know what this is gonna be. This might be fun. I don't know. That's that's the only that's the closest I've ever been able to uh, to compare it to. Yeah, is that that was pirate movies. Anyway, Mike yep. and Tabby, thank you so much for coming on the show. No. Tell our audience where they can find your show. Uh, you can find our show everywhere you find your favorite podcast uh, on our link tree, uh, linktr.ee slash Podcast 2 Also, you can find all of our socials, our merch store, and our Patreon as well. Where we have our other two spinoff episodes, Yes, Time We Asked Tabby and Colts. And three spinoff episodes, our monthly Last Call episode. Last Call, and then you've got <laughs> Colts and... Uh, Colts and Killers. Colts and Killers, yes. Yep. Nice. Very cool. Go check them out. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, especially the episodes that I'm on. There we go. I always, I always have to say that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's written. Sam wrote it in my contract for some reason. I'm not sure why, but he did uh, as the business person that he is. Next week, we're doing Nope. We are yep. doing Nope, uh, and I think it'll be our first Jordan Peele movie that we've done for the show, and it'll be mm-hmm. my first of his movies I've seen. I've not seen any of them. I didn't see Get Out or Us or any of them. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never seen any of them either. Uh, all I know is there's something about cows. That's all I know. Cows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's horses. 
Oh, the horses? See, I don't even get that part right. So same, I know I know nothing about this other than yeah. Jordan Peele and horses, apparently. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, no, it's not. No, Jordan Peele. It's not Shyamalan. Oh, I know, but he's like an M. Night Shyamalan kind of. No. no. He's got a little bit of a feel of it, but a better writer. I was going to say, from every, yeah. like everyone says Get Out is great. I mean, Shyamalan has made one. He's made two great movies. Three. What's I'd the, argue. What's the third one? You got signs. No, right? Signs is terrible. I'm not sorry. Not signs. Uh, Six Sense. That's sorry, a great movie. Six Sense. Six Sense. Yeah. Um, you, you've no, got bad movie. Um, um, Unbreakable. Unbreakable is fantastic. Unbreakable is yeah. a fantastic movie. The rest are terrible. I enjoyed The Village. You can enjoy Thank it. Thank you. I enjoy this yeah. movie. It's not a good movie, but I enjoy it. <laughs> Love the I don't like the village, and I think signs. I I argue vehemently. They aren't aliens in signs. I know, but but they are. The movie tells us that they're aliens, but they're not. But they're not. But the movie tells us that they're aliens. Is the problem? The movie is trying to make us think that crop circles are from aliens. That a culture that is so advanced to to travel through the stars to come to Earth without us knowing about it, invades a planet that 75% of that planet kills them. It makes no sense. None of the movie makes that's, any sense. That's why, they're, that's why they're demons and the holy water that gets sprayed on them. I, gets, I'm, uh, I, I'm with you there. Them. I'm with you there. If you yeah. tell me that the movie, if the movie told us they're demons, I'm with you. Because there's a religious yeah. overtone throughout the whole movie. There is. Yeah. But when you said that they're aliens and they're that stupid... They deserve to die, and that movie sucks. There you go. <laughs> That's going to do it. Go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libson.com. There you can find links to all of our things. Go buy a T-shirt. No one's bought a T-shirt in a minute. Go buy a T-shirt. Be like Rosie. Go buy a T-shirt and then wear it to Comic-Con. Um, or you can just uh, go to our YouTube channel uh, specifically and uh, you know like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Um, where it's the only place you can see Sam's weird AI art that he does in the, his backgrounds. So that's right. Uh, that's gonna do it. So on behalf of uh, of Tabby, Mike, Sam, Andrew, weird monster Andrew behind Sam, and <laughs> Ash, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for Nope. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. <laughs>